You're listening to episode 183 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I was originally going to wait until next Wednesday to launch this episode, but then I thought, no way! This information needs to be shared before we ring in the new year. Speaking of the new year, can you believe we're calling it a wrap on 2020? If you missed my 2020 recap episode, be sure to go back and listen to that after you listen to today's episode. And speaking of today... This week, I am joined by returning guest and one of my favorites, the practical numerologist, Felicia Bender. Felicia Bender is an author and is also the resident numerologist for astrostyle.com. She is also a frequent contributor for the Elephant Journal, numerologist.com, the Numius, and many other media outlets. Felicia has joined us on other episodes. I encourage you to go back and check those out, especially if numerology is new to you. Go all the way back to episode 30 for a general numerology breakdown. It will really help you grasp and understand numbers and the vibrations that they carry. Today, we are talking all about the universal five-year that 2020 will be. And of course, we're also getting a recap of what our universal four-year was and how it kind of prepared us for the five-year. Be sure to screenshot that you're listening, share that screenshot on Instagram stories, tag me in it, at MindBizLife, and of course, don't forget to tell me what resonated most with you today in this episode. I love interacting with you on social media. Seriously, it lights up my world. I feel like I've made friends all over the world, and it's like the coolest thing to check in with you guys. This week's episode is brought to you by Spiritually Seeking. When you visit spiritually-seeking.com and use the promo code PODCAST at checkout, you can save up to 20% on numerology reports, affirmation cards, and one-on-one life guidance sessions. Visit spiritually-seeking.com and enter the promo code PODCAST at checkout to save 20%. Are you ready to meet Felicia? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. We have a treat today. One of my favorite guests is back. Felicia, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm, I'm exuberant to be ringing in 2021, I have to admit. Yes. Oh my goodness. Because 2020 has been a doozy. And I will just preface this by having the audience keep in mind that right now while we're recording, we're doing this all ahead of time. And right now in this moment, we have no idea what's going to happen in the election. We have no idea what's going to play out with COVID by the end of 2020. We really don't even know how 2020 is going to end at this point. But what we do know is that 2020 is going to go down in history for one of the wildest years with an insane amount of many unfortunate events from COVID to protests to the loss of icons such as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Kobe Bryant, Eddie Van Halen, to the tropics having five named storms at one point. And now we've even moved into the Greek alphabet. I mean, whoa, 2020. So Felicia, before we even talk about 2021 and what we have to look forward to, Let's just talk about the giant world-shifting year known as 2020. How did 2020 really play out in numerology? Well, numerology gives us uh, a lot of information about all kinds of things. And yet what we've talked about before and what we're talking about right now and today is 
um, the universal year energy because in numerology, uh, we, we can kind of gauge different cycles of time that we are going through personally and collectively. So this is the collective energy that all of us experience globally for a, uh, during a year. So it's a very easy little addition, <laughs> a little addition problem. So if you take 2020 and you add it together, two plus zero plus two plus zero equals four. So 2020 has been a four universal year. And uh, the four in numerology, for those of you who are new at numerology, um, which I, I'm hoping and thinking that many of you are, and it's just our numerology curious. <laughs> so numerology um, basically is an art and science that gives us an idea about that each number carries with it a vibration of frequency and data and energy and a meaning, right? So the numbers one through nine, uh, have descriptors to them and we can understand what, uh, what energy is being presented to us uh, by the number. So the number four in numerology is all about, guess what? It's about structure. It's about Ooh. foundations. It's about hard work. It's about getting practical. It's, it's, it's like getting serious, sitting down and looking at your five-year plan plus, right? Mm -hmm. And so collectively, though, I feel that this, and I think everyone, I don't think I'm alone here, uh, says, would say that this is a very peak experience um, with this energy. And when we push it to the max, as it is right now, in my opinion, it's about foundations, right? In normal circumstances, it would be about Let's use the metaphor of a house, right? You you have your house and you do your, your home inspection once a year and you poke around and you make sure it's structurally sound. Maybe you put a paint, you know, redo your deck, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, this year you're poking around and it comes, you come to find out that there's there's been movement in the earth and your foundation is, is not stable. It's not safe. It's actually crumbling, mm. right? So now what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, now what do you do? <laughs> and so we could really think of it that way, that collectively the foundation to our lives, to our house that we are all living in globally is no longer viable. Mm. And that's really what we're looking at, right? I mean, you stated at the beginning of this, that all of these things that, you know, nature is speaking to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, the climate is speaking to us, the earth, all of the things that, um, you know, I'm, I'm stating the obvious and yet it can't really be business as usual anymore. So this is really the review year where it's gonna, you know, it's not going to be an overnight thing at all. This is the demo year. This is where you're demolishing the house, where you're demolishing everything, where you're jacking out the old structure the old foundation you're getting rid of it you're putting it some you know getting you know putting it in the landfill or wherever you're going to put it and then you're going to reconfigure what you're building next are you going to build the same house with the same structure are you going to hey maybe we have a contemporary design that we want maybe we you know maybe we add some square footage maybe we reduce some square footage and put more in the backyard you know what i mean right. so um, it really is where we investigate this foundation of our lives it's where we're working on these practical pragmatic long, longer range goals right 
uh, none of this airy fairy stuff. It's like a really, really pragmatic energy. And it's where we're really being asked to set up systems of organization, of management. And yet we have to have a clear plan first. So this is really all about clearing things out and formulating a plan and we aren't anywhere near that yet right yeah that that's what it feels like it feels like we're still on that like shaky foundation of I'm in my house and it's so funny because I'm like literally ready to move like the foundation of my house is seriously going through the rough of it right now so like this metaphor aligns with my life but it's like right so I know I need to make these moves but my plan still isn't all there yeah, exactly. And I don't think anyone's plan is going to be there all there, mm. be there all the way in 2020. I think that this has been a monolithic, monumental task to even start this demolition pro- um, process, you know, mm. without without someone, you know, <laughs> I don't know, without someone going down with it. And I think people have been going down with right. it, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, uh, overarchingly, um, from COVID to to riots to you know everything else. So, with that said, I don't want to get into a, do- a vortex of despair because it really isn't that. It's really looking at uh, the necessity of getting rid of the old before you can configure what you want to build in its place. So, it's also the four is all about limitations and moving through them, moving around them, not letting them stop you, being able to see them for what they are, right? Being able to kind of look over the waterline. And that's something I think we're all experiencing, you know, metaphorically and realistically with COVID, uh, the restrictions placed on us, the limitations um, that go with that, that can, that can be, you know, seen as that kind of moving, you know, being tenacious about, patiently going through this, right? And going through those limitations. And then the last thing I would say about the four is that it's my opinion as a numerologist that it also, the four carries with it a necessity to heal old family, or in this case, globally, ancestral cultural wounds. Mm. And so those things are really coming up right now. We still have, you know, outside of the United States, we have warring, warring nations and parties and, you know, factions and, and all of that. And in the United States, obviously, that affects, you know, all, all the rest of the world in its way politically, we're having so much upheaval. So the four is living up to its name is what I'm kind of trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. say that's an accurate description of it is definitely holding up its name. So then it just makes me wonder, what do we have to look forward to with the five? Because the four, as you said, when we first got on, I think people are going to want their money back with the four years. <laughs> so <laughs> please tell me we have a little bit of a break in the energy with the five. Well, it's going to be interesting. And before I move over there, I want to be really, really fair to the four because the four kind of gets a bad rap, (laughs) right? As being like really hard and really serious and really all that. And yet the beauty of it is that if anything can get anything done, it's the four. Mm. It is tenacious. It is hardworking. It is goal oriented. It is focused. It is, it is 
really committed and devoted to honesty, stability, security, to building all of that, to creating all of that. So what a beautiful energy to really, you know, work with this year to get things in a row, right? To get yeah. things, to get things there. So I just want to be, you know, I don't want people to go away thinking that the four is, is <laughs> it's something to dread yeah, all the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So with that said, uh, let's, let's talk about the five because the five is uh, an interesting in numerology. We're always kind of moving from one thing to another. And when we really briefly at the end of this go over personal years, you'll, you'll be able to really um, see how that how that moves because the the numbers carry with them those same defining qualities no matter where they show up it's just a matter of um, contextualizing them and aligning them to the situation that you're talking about if you know what I mean so um, the five though personal not personal year excuse me the universal year that we're moving into in 2021 is a very different energy than the four. Um, the, the four is meant to, to stabilize things before as kind of a launching pad <laughs> in some ways, a stable place to, to go from. Um, so it's going to be interesting how that is uh, globally this upcoming year because there's been so much instability and, and we're not there yet, right? I think we can pretty much agree. Is that not just an opinion right. I have? No. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, we're what 10 months into this year and I yeah. say like, we're not, we're not ready to build the walls on our foundation. No. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So with that, um, the five, the, the themes that we can think about for the five are freedom, <laughs> right? Freedom, let freedom ring, uh, risk taking, you know, some risk taking is going to, to, to be moving into the game here. Uh, the, the five is the number of adventure, you know, and a kind of that freewheeling frenetic energy. And yet it can also lead to escapist tendencies, right? To rather than, you know, to, to, to just do anything to escape responsibility or escape reality. Mm -hmm. um, or also it can point us toward excesses you know, either overactive or underactive excesses in terms of being really fearful and really, you know, wanting to being afraid of everything and not wanting to move, right? Kind of being paralyzed or just kind of, oh my God, I want to do anything I want, however I want, you know, that kind of, that kind of crazy energy right. goes with that. Um, so overall, really, I would say that 2021, just expect the unexpected. The unexpected. Um, and usually people like to think of the five as this really fun, you know, social vibe. It's kind of, you know, very tactile, super sexy in some ways. And I think people are really going to be longing for that on a personal, personal level that extends globally because we've been so divorced from human contact. Yeah. Right? Um, we're, we're all really, I think, um, psychologically and collectively, this will take a, this is taking a toll on people, um, and children and, and everything else. So it's, it's really going to be, um, shaking that out of the tree even more. So people really, really wanting that and feeling the urgency around having 
um, connection around having that kind of connection. And yet, you know, overall, to keep it to keep it in line, I would say that the five universal year is a year to be curious rather than judgy, right? Be yeah. curious, open yourself up. The, the five is all about flexibility and, and versatility. It's like this changing agent. The five overall is a catalyst. It's about catalytic energy. It's about moving things through. It's about moving things forward, right? So I would also say that this is not a time to be really hemmed into old ways, old thought forms, old ways of being, old paradigms. The five really demands um, new, new thoughts, new, new everything, right? Moving forward, not backward. Wow. That's why that's an interesting thing, right? I mean, if we look at history, it's never worked when people, when we've moved to a certain point politically, you know, economically, culturally, whatever it is, and then there's a movement to want to bring things back to quote unquote, the way they were. Right. 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 Has that ever worked? Uh, no, it doesn't. Because then you just get even more angry people. There is more just unsettled, civil unrest. You know, every time that we try to move backwards, you're like, we just work so dang hard to move forward. We're not going back. Yes. yes. And so there's going to be kind of a battle of those wills, which we're already seeing, right? Um, and it's going to bridge over and extend into the energy and the fabric of 2021 as this is up for negotiation and navigation and all the rest of it. It's really um, the, the overarching element that needs to be really considered with an energy of the five. I call the five kind of the ADHD number. It just, <laughs> it really, when we experience the energy of it, it is like the asteroids are coming at you, you know, and it's hard to, it's just, there's so much going on right? It's like a circus. It's like this chaotic circus, which we've really been experiencing even in this four year, right? I mean, this whole, um, in the U.S., the whole presidency and everything else has been such a, you know, not only a three ring circus, a 40 ring circus. There's right. so much going on, right? I mean, yeah. and so, so it's, it's a time where there's so much chaos and yet the challenge point is going to be to find some focus, right? To be able to put on some, some blinders or some, you know, to kind of um, not get distracted too easily by the bright and shiny objects, right? To be able to discern, to use discernment about what, what needs to be priority, what needs to be prioritized and let the other stuff go. Um, sounds easy, right? Haha. <laughs> Easier said than done always, especially when, if it's that energy where you feel like you have to like go all in or all out, like I can see yeah. how that can be really easy then to just give your energy, all of your energy to something and then be completely drained from doing so. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, part of it is, is that, um, you being able to, it's a very delicate balance, being able to really ride the wave and embrace uncertainty, because I think if there's anything 2020 has shown us is that, um, you know, certainty, uh, uncertainty is the new certainty, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> kind of all you can count on is uncertainty. And so there's a, and yet, you know, I say that 
kind of with a sense of humor, but also it's really true. I mean, how can we embrace this level and find our own mooring within ourselves in some way that can allow us to move through this productively? And that's the key, I think, is with the five energies, how do we uh, come out the other side with something to show for it, something productive? and something more on the positive or constructive end of things. And it's really, um, it's a time to have fun if you can. The fun yeah. is nothing but fun. And, and yet, to, you know, you gotta kind of bring some self-discipline in there, bring some responsibility <laughs> where, where uh, you know, to kind of counterbalance the fun parts. And it really is about, uh, like I said before, freedom versus escape. You know, how do we find our collective levels of sovereignty and, and freedom um, without taking away uh, someone else's, right? Mm. So that's, that's a huge. Big one. That is huge. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I like that you touched on freedom versus escape because those are two words that, you know, sometimes I even think w- w- just 2020 with the whole lockdown. So many people are like, I can't wait to travel again. Right. Cause that just feels very routine. People are missing their family vacations. Um, some people are just missing doing things that are shut down. Like I don't, my daughters were missing like the indoor trampoline park during lockdown, you know, like little things like that. And sometimes we can think like, I need an escape. And yeah. that word has a very different energy to it than freedom does. So that's also something I think we should be mindful to, like when we're we're paying attention to the five year to really play heavy on the freedom part versus the escape part. Well, exactly, and yeah. I think that you know, and again, I say it, I say it with a jocular tone, and yet it's true. It's like rather than wine time, you know, um, starting at ten a.m. every day, <laughs> right? Maybe you know what I mean. It's right. like. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe we can reconfigure this part. And, and I just want to use that as a funny kind of metaphor, but I mean, come on, that's, yeah. uh, that's really something that people uh, have talked a lot about this year as mm. the tendency to, to just kind of have, have to have something to, uh, to, cope, to cope, to cope. Yeah. yeah a coping, a coping tool. Yes. yes. And, and that can be everything from like a substance to literally just zoning out on our phones, like zombies. Yeah. Like, oh, or, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I know for, for my oldest daughter, her escape during it was like just being on FaceTime a lot with her friends. And then wow. you're just like, then I'm realizing that like you're on FaceTime for 10 hours a day. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Seriously, this is like a lot. Everyone, you know, when their phone reports your, your usage yes. and your, your screen usage was up to 14 hours a day. You're like, oh my okay. God. Yes. <laughs> like this is alarming. Okay. And I had to laugh um, too, when we had, my daughter had a you know, her yearly physical and the nurse was like, how much screen time is she getting? And I was like, is this still a question? Is this really still a question in 2020? Yeah. I'm sure everyone's really? has gone up from every child in America's screen time has gone up in 2020. Well, it has Hands to, down, if, they're, right? if they're in school, that's right? how school is happening. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just so crazy of like what, how we used to judge things even last year have yeah. so fundamentally changed this year. And and in 2021, we know that that change is going to continue. But along with this collective energy of the five year, we're also each going to have our a change in our personal year numbers. Will you talk 
to us a little bit more about personal year numbers, how to calculate them, and then the energy for each. Absolutely. So personal years. So the universal year is that it's more like that umbrella energy that all of us are experiencing um, globally. And then the personal year cycle in numerology indicates what we uh, are going to experience individually. It's I call it knowing the theme to your party because I think it's so much more fun that way. <laughs> and it really does give you the energy that is is supporting you. Um, and is giving you a thematic, giving you a theme for what you're, you're, you know, going to be, if you're going to be in the flow of your year, what it's going to be. And it gives you some great information about, um, you know, maybe the, the caveats, maybe the other things that will come in um, as detractors there. So um, the way, the way to, to calculate it is very simple as well. You would take your birth um, month, and your birthday, what's your birth month and birthday? Do you mind? Mine, yes, mine's January 9th. So one nine. A one nine. And then you don't use the year of birth. Don't, you know, toss that to the side for a moment and use the current year. So if we're if we're calculating for next year, 2021, we've already talked that that is a five of it. Two plus zero plus two plus one equals five. So that is one January. The ninth is nine and five is the year. So you add those together, uh, those three numbers together. So one plus nine is 10, 10 plus five is 15. Now in numerology, we're always reducing to a one digit number. There are a few exceptions there, but <laughs> that's not you know, just- Neither here nor there right now. <laughs> Anyone listening is like, that's not true. Um, and so it is true for our purposes for the moment. And so the 15 um, is reduced again. So that's one plus five equals six. So next year, you're going to be in a six personal year. Was that your understanding? Yep. That, that is okay. correct. Yep. I'm no, this five. Yeah. Five. Sorry about that. Um, I know it wasn't the best five year, you know, but <laughs> yeah, well, it, what, what I have found this year, honestly, though, if we step back, we can look at um, the height and levels, the intensities around the intensity points that come in with our personal years and how really, really under the microscope they've been this mm. year. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, kind of the turbo, <laughs> turbo class that, right. uh, that all of us are in. So with that said, very, if you are listening out there and you're like, oh, well, tell me about what my personal year is going to be. Um, there's so much detail, but I'll just give you the basic theme, which is if you have a one personal year, you're in a new, you're starting a new chapter. You, it is the beginning of a nine-year cycle. This is a this is a, the end of a three-year transition uh, point for you, a transition time. I call it a three-year push time. So it is still going to pressure you. It's still going to make you make you work. <laughs> um, but it's all about really opening up to everything having to do with the one, which is new beginnings, new chapters. This is new seeds being planted. 
things that you let go of last year are no longer hanging on. And now it is all about stepping into yourself. It's about independence, individuality. It's really a time where you feel um, where you kind of have to go it alone a little bit in terms of decisions and all of that. It's often very career focused time, but um, it also has relationship stuff that goes with it as well. So a new chapter, planting seeds, and so plant them wisely and well in mm. a one. Perfect. Okay. A two is, is designed to be a kind of resting point. <laughs> so the two is the number of relationships, of kind of love, it's patience. So often it's a, a nice time to kind of chill blast, right? Chill out a little bit. It's going to be a very emotionally sensitive, sensitive time for business and all of that. It's a germination, you know, it's a tending time of the things that you've been working on last year. And now you get to kind of go in and walk water and weed, but you get to watch it grow, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the meantime, it's a great time to tend to your uh, partnerships, your relationships that can be romantic, that can be with children, that can be with friends and family. It can also be with business. It's a time where you can really dig into finding your tribe, um, really networking to find people who really are in alignment with you. Um, so that's a, a two. And it's going to feel like there's frustrations, delays, two step forwards, uh, you know, three steps back sort of thing, but it's all about right timing. It's all about the timing. Interesting. Okay. So trust it, even though you probably will be, you know, at the end of the year, everyone in the two is like, can I start, you know, can I get going? You yeah. know? So, and yes, you can, because in the three year, it's all about self-improvement. Mm -hmm. uh, the three is about creative self-expression, emotional sensitivity, and you get it in spades in a three year. Any creative project you're working on is absolutely, if you're writing a book, doing a course, you know, if you're even in the performing arts, this is a great energy to support all those projects. It's a time where if you wanted to, I don't know, learn hip hop dance or go play the flute or, you know, stuff that you, I don't know, put off, go do it. It's a great, great, great time for that. Anything having to do with communication is highlighted in this year and your creative juice. It's also a time where you're um, probably going to come face to face with some emotional blockages. Mm. So that's in communication and all of that. So sometimes those are served up to you on a platter, whatever is, you know, coming, coming at you <laughs> in your emotional life. But it's really, uh, it's really an expansive year for self-improvement is the three. Interesting. And so the four is very much like we talked about in many ways uh, with the four universal years. So we don't have to go too much into that, but it's about, you know, taking those create those creative projects and the three, moving them into the four and now doing something with them, right? Now you've done all this creative work. Now what are you going to do with them? Are you going to, what are you going to implement and how are you going to do it? And it's a time to systematize it, to, to do the kind of arduous step to get in, in place and get in line and get it done in the practical world because at the end of the day it's going to make your life so much easier so much more gratifying uh, than than it would be otherwise <laughs> and then it's also a time I find where people get to um, work with some old family 
you know, crapola that gets to yeah. come up to the surface. If, <laughs> if you know so if you I didn't mean. have enough in 2020, you got even more in right. 2021. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and I mean that though in a very, very positive way, because it's often where you just get experiences and uh, situations that demand that this come up and be dealt with either once and for all, or, or at least differently right. than it has been in the past in a positive way. Right. Which is and very healing. Thought, yeah, yeah, very, very healing. And uh, so the five personal year, once again, taking all the great, if you've done your work in the four, um, you, you can be off and running in the five. And that's a time, you know, when we can travel, it's a travel oriented year, very adventurous, again, super sensual and sexy. And, um, you know, it's often where, where you <laughs> you feel like you're, I don't know, uh, you've got pheromones on and everyone's, everyone. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and yet ultimately it is a game changer, uh, toward the end of it, you've got all the bright and shiny at so many new people, new experiences, new things coming at you. And then as you move toward the middle and the end of the year, things start to kind of fall away that that aren't going to hold water for you. And yet something, something pivotal will change. It is a changing year. It's mm. a, it's an, you know, the five is a, a year of change. And so the six after that is a time to get a little bit more responsible. It's all about the six is kind of that cosmic parent nurturing visionary energy. It's a great time to uh, focus on home, family, the domestic world in whatever way you, you configure that in your life. It's often in numerology called the marriage and divorce year. Uh, so if you're in a relationship that's maybe sputtering, it's a time to you know um, recommit, re refocus on that. And if it needs to go away, it's often a time where it will go away. And this can be in your in you know marriage, romance. It could be in in business relationships, all kinds of things like that. But it's always for the better good, right? And it's a time where you're going to just have a little bit more responsibility. Uh, for friends, family, all of these things. Sometimes in a six-personal year, it turns to yourself mm-hmm. in terms of really asking about your relationship with you. You know, what is your relationship with you? And then it goes out and you are reevaluating all of those. Who do I feel good with before, during, and after I'm with them, right? right. And, um, and so it's also a time where you're evaluating your nest, and your home, like that, even just as a feeling, where do you feel at home? Where do you feel nested? It might be a time where you move. It might be a time, you know, that sort of thing, or where you beautify your home or your garden in some way, in a substantial way. And then you move from the sixth into the seven. The seven is kind of a, a meant as a, a bit of a pause period, a little bit of it is introspection, it is soul searching, it is spiritual seeking. It's much more of a time to uh, for introspection and kind of introversion in some ways. It's often a time where people are like, oh my God, I don't know what happened, but I just don't even want to go out. I just want to sit, take my take my warm salty bath and, and go read a book, you know, or yeah. something like that. But it's meant for that. It's meant to um, to be in a, a data, it's a, a collecting and knowledge data collecting time. Mm. Um, Often it's more of a planning, organizing, researching year. And it's a time where you will, you know, be asking yourself some of the bigger, deeper questions 
questions. You know, who am I? Where am I? What is all this all about? Right? right. You know, the whole thing. So that can come into play. So many things for the seven, but that's the basic. It's very introspective. Then you move from that, you'll want to bottle some of that energy because then from the eight year up until the one, it is a three, again, that three year transition cycle. So the eight is it's a money year. The eight is the money number. It is also about empowerment. So that whole eight year is going to test you, test you, test you, test you, and test you some more. So, yeah, but it's really, I mean, some, most people are, it feels really invigorating uh, and really empowering when you step into it. But I always say that the, the mantra for the eight is step up or get stepped on. Right. So I like it. I like <laughs> it. Gotta, yeah. You got to think about that. And it can be anywhere from finances to, um, you know, it depends on where you are in your life. You know, are you, um, if you, if you, you know, for instance, gosh, so many, so many ways that we can be, you know, are you struggling with an addiction and need some help? Maybe it's a year you get it, go to rehab, you know, get some help and really clean that up. Maybe that is your form of empowerment. Maybe your business is, you know, needing to be taken to the next step and you really make leaps and bounds that year. Maybe it's a year you're in an abusive relationship and you finally get um, get the wherewithal and the sense of personal power to get out of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, all of these different elements of power and empowerment can come into play uh, in, the, in the eight personal year. And then you move into the nine. That is the end of the nine-year cycle of the personal years. And that is all about release, surrender, completions, letting go. It is a time where things that need to, where you, it's a reflective period where you're looking back and reviewing, right? It's a kind of like a whole year of retrograde in some ways. Wow. Yeah. I'm just looking going, okay, this has served its purpose. It's done. Now let's do this. Yeah. I need to close that out or whatever it is. And then you got to hang out in the limbo for a minute. Hmm. And that's what people usually don't really care for. Yeah. <laughs> that limbo is tricky. It's tricky to yeah, be like a holding pattern. Yeah. It's, and, and sometimes it's not even a holding pattern as much as it's moving things are happening, things are leaving, your, things are going away, but you don't have anything um, that you can wrap your, your brain around that is going to come in and take its place, Ooh, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of like, oh, can I let this go? Even though I know it's, I, I, you know, it's almost like, isn't it this kind of insanity of I'll just hold on to the known bad thing because I don't know what the next maybe possibly bad thing is that could come in, even though I know it's going to be better. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so it's it's that, it's that year. But it's it can be a, a, a year, if you're ready, if you're ready to let go, oh my gosh, it's like dreams coming true, right? Mm. I even had a workshop one time, and this is uh, this is a true story, but uh, an, um, but uh, <laughs> an well, an intensified example, I suppose, is that I was giving a workshop, we were talking about personal years, and this one woman was like, yeah, I'm in this nine personal year, and I was kind of like, okay, how's that, how's that working for you, you know, I mean, yeah. you kind of got to really, really game it with people, and she was like, oh my God, this is the best year of my life, Wow. And she was in her 50s, and I was like, well, do tell, you know, share, so she said, I finally got a divorce. I've been wanting to get a divorce for such a long time. I got a divorce. 
My son just graduated college. He's got a job. He's gainfully employed. He's off and safe and good. I'm I'm good with that. I quit my job. I moved from where I was living and I've moved here to the city that I was in. And she said, and I have no idea what's coming next. And I cannot tell you how excited I am. That's amazing. That is so amazing. Yeah. So with, with any good grace, you won't get all of those things in your, right. in your nine year. And yet sometimes that is the way to really start new. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not going to be without its difficulties, but the, the beauty of it is that like, yeah, 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 what's the next thing? Am I just going to stay stagnant in this holding pattern or am I going to adventure out and, and try something new? And if it doesn't work, then I'll try something else new. Right. Those endings are really hard, but those beginnings can be really beautiful. Well, exactly. Well, and what is the song? You know, every new beginning is some other beginnings in it. That's That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so some, some pop culture, you know, philosophy. Little little green day in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, so how could someone, um, I know, I know your personal monthly forecasts are a great resource and you also have all these amazing master course classes to share. Will you share with our guests how they can connect with you further and gain their monthly personal forecasts and any other way they can connect with you? Absolutely. Well, it's pretty simple. Just go to FeliciaBender.com and that's the portal of all things for the numerology curious. I do have free monthly forecasts there. Um, we've been d- doing some programs, we have some online courses, and you can of course find me on Instagram and, uh, and also Facebook. And yet the, the website is a great place to start. Oh, and, I, and YouTube as well, there's a YouTube channel. So if you're interested in your life path number and other things um, that you can find some videos that give you some great information about, about that. Yes, absolutely. And I'm telling you, if you're new to numerology, you will start with the rabbit hole. <laughs> it just You just start going down. You're like, oh, I have a life path number. Oh, I have a monthly personal year number. I have, and you just keep going and going. I have expression number and it just doesn't stop. <laughs> it just doesn't stop. And it's so much fun because I feel like with each piece of numerology, it's just a piece of self-awareness that you gain. And I find that it's, I always know that about myself, but it's like, I I feel heard or maybe seen by numbers, if that makes sense. You're like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And it's why I do this, right? Mm -hmm. It's because it it really um, offers an intense form of validation. Yes, yes, I love it. Felicia, it is always so much fun catching up with you and nerding out on numerology. Thank you so much for sharing today. And hey, happy new year. Happy New Year. I wish I had a, a one of those, you know, horns to blow. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I can maybe I can edit it in. Like, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Felicia always has the best analogies, and I think that this was a perfect episode to get us ready for 2021. I've linked Felicia's website and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and be sure to give the podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you tune in and turn it up. Next week, we are getting an update from Numerology Sister, Astrology. Numerology and astrology go hand in hand, which is why I do these episodes as a series and back-to-back. 
So I'll see you back here on Friday for another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.